Hi and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, a podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me is Justin Davis. Hey, Justin, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Nick. I just was playing a game that I'm going to talk about uh, like two minutes before we started, and, awesome. and here I am. Awesome. All right. Well, well. before we dive in, I'm sorry for whatever was going on in the audio on the last episode. I heard there were, um, I don't know, like some some random static. No idea why it was doing that, but, um, you know, I don't think we did anything different in our setup. So hopefully hopefully that was an anomaly. So apologies on that. We record the show live. Um, I think that's, I enjoy doing a live show and we don't really go back and edit. It would just be really difficult to, to do so and time consuming. So Again, apologies, and, and hopefully that was just a one-off. But you know, as I mentioned last time, I've been really busy, so Justin's been uh, bearing the brunt of a lot of VR gaming. He's been bravely playing games for, for both of us. I really appreciate that. So, it's rough. Uh, I know. Someone's got to do it, man, and you're, you're, yeah. you're a good man. Um, why don't you, yeah, tell us, tell us what's been going on. Tell us what you've been playing. Okay, so that game I was just playing, as I was saying, uh, is called Hubris, and... The, so it's not out yet. It's on Steam, but there's a there's a free demo that you can download right now. A friend of mine did a he's he's a YouTuber, Virtual Insider. He did a video of it um, back when it was just like only you'd have to get like special access to it. But now anybody can play it, and it's actually really impressive visually. The graphics are like close to pretty close to Half Life Alex level, and you're on an alien planet, and you can swim in the water. And there are little, you know, alien creatures in the water and you can, you have get guns and you can shoot at them and stuff. And I think, any, yeah, that's definitely worth trying because um, graphically, like I said, it's some of the best graphics you're ever going to see in VR. Uh, so I don't know when that game's coming out, but there you go. Free demo. Yeah. I've not, I've not heard of that game and I've, while you were talking, I'm looking it up and um, mm-hmm. it just says 2022 for the release date, mm-hmm. but yeah, it looks good, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I grab the demo. Okay. Then uh okay, I played Wanderer and that I'll talk about that later. That's a review game. Then I played Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh I played that for like forty five hours. Um I played it in first person VR with a VR mod by by Luke Ross. That mod to get it you have to join his Patreon. Um but for for me this was worth it. Like it would I First person VR in this game. This is, you know, it's a great game, Horizon Zero Dawn. Most people already know that. I think the sequel just came out for PS5, and I think it's on PS4 too, also. Anyway, I beat the main game and the DLC, and I loved it. Um, so I recommend that. Ancient Dungeon. V- oh, wait. Well, and Horizon Zero Dawn, by the way, that's on PC. It's not, I wasn't playing it on PSVR. You can get it on PC. So uh, Ancient Dungeon VR. I think I reviewed that maybe the last episode. I've I've been playing that more. I've done 15 hours in that, and I did a video of it on my channel, Main Fan on YouTube. That has a 98 on Steam. Uh, Compound is the game I've been playing a lot lately. We, we reviewed that before. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I don't think Nick. I don't think you liked it that much, but I'm crazy about it. I've put 40 hours into Compound, and they just came out with a new update where they added progression, and there's like this whole trophy case. 
and there's leaderboards and there's all this 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 shit that I love working toward. And that I did a video of that to show some of that stuff, and that has a 97 on Steam. I played a game called Starcaller because it was on sale. It's a puzzle game. I don't recommend that. The controls were really bad, and it it, it was just disappointing. I played more Dragon Fist VR Kung Fu because uh, there's so many. There's like 40 opponents, and I just was, you know, when like I wanted to play some VR, but I didn't want to like you know, get into something that was going to take me a while. I was like, oh, I could do Dragon Fist. I could just kick a few guys' ass here and, you know, kill 15 minutes. So that's a good game for that. Uh, I played Population 1 with Nick and with another friend of mine. Uh, we played Onward. Nick and I will talk about that. Um, then my, finally, my B-Haptics X40 Vest came, so I played a few games to try that. I tried I tried Half-Life Alex, I tried Ancient Dungeon VR, Cosmo Dread, Crisis Brigade 2, Pavlov, and Synth Riders. And until I played Synth Riders, I was thinking, I don't know about this. Because like like it's just so like you I mostly was just, you know, I felt the haptics like when I got shot. Or when I got hit by an enemy. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen that often. I guess if you played Pavlov multiplayer, you're going to feel that a lot. But I'm like, okay, I'm wearing this vest. But I kind of felt like, what's the point if, you know, most of the haptics are only when you're getting hit. Which, which you know, if I'm playing the way I want to play, is very rare. Um, but then also, as I told you, that cable. So you're saying you never get hit? Is I just never good? get hit. <laughs> you, you don't play a lot of shooting games, though. Well, uh, uh, well you I don't. Pl- I, there's Half Life Alex. I don't. I don't get a hit a lot in Half Life Alex. Oh. Um. The, but okay, a game Crisis Brigade Two. You get hit a lot in that game. Okay. Um. But even then, it just doesn't add that much for me. Um. Cosmo Dread, you don't get hit a lot. Ancient Dungeon, you don't get hit a lot. Um. I didn't play Pavlov multiplayer. I should have tried multiplayer. But then the other issue was the cord, as I showed you, was getting caught. The cord for my index was getting caught on this. There's this hump on the back of the of the vest that stick that protrudes. And so, like, when I would turn my head left or right, I could feel the cord kind of, like, sticking, hanging on that protrusion. And it annoyed me. But you said you haven't ever felt that. I've felt it, mm-hmm. but it's never really bothered me or like maybe if I felt it for a second, I would kind of just move it and that mm-hmm. would be it. And, you know, and, and I'm somebody who seems to be pretty like OCD about stuff. So mm-hmm. I was surprised. I was trying to think like, I don't think I'm doing anything different than you are, but at the same time, I, I just don't know. Okay. Well then I play, I tried synth riders with the vest and now I was like, Holy shit, this totally elevates this game. So I need to try some more music games, some more rhythm games to see what that's like. Because that was like, whoa. I mean, it was like all those vibrations in my chest. It was it was like, it was like pleasure, actually. It was like I was getting a massage. Yeah, you, so I was I was going to I was going to joke and say you want to you want the thing to be a mas- massage. Device. I do want the crotch attachment. I need that to come <laughs> out. Yeah, for synth riders. Yeah, um, I will try Synth Riders. That's the game I was like, yeah. See, it's it's so funny, man. Like, um, I'll, 
and I'm glad you bring this perspective. It'd be a boring show if like, you're like, yep, I like this game. I like this game. And yep, Mm -hmm. I like this experience. And, um, I'm like, I don't, I get mad when that thing's going off too much. Like Mm -hmm. there's, um, it's really up to the developer on how they want to utilize. I mean, some developers will use it. So when you're shooting a gun, yeah. You know, it will try to simulate like feedback on the gun and mm-hmm. you know, like when you shoot a gun in real life, obviously there's, there's some, <laughs> you know, you're going to feel a vibration, right? You're going to, you're yeah. going to feel that, that feedback. Um, to me, that's almost too much sometimes. Like I kind of mm-hmm. don't like it going off all the time because I, I use it in a way that I want to know when I'm shot. And if yeah. that thing's going off all the time, then it becomes noise to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I agree. When I shoot the gun, I don't want to feel anything vibrate. Okay. So you maybe you're saying maybe that what you're saying is like when you were playing games and you're only feeling when you're getting shot, it's like you're not getting a lot of use out of it. Is that yeah, kind of okay? That's what I'm saying. It's like well, okay. Well, then what's the point okay. of because this is an extra layer of friction, right? F- for me to get into VR, so I got to charge this thing. I got to put it on. You know, I feel better without a vest. I feel more free and not as hot. So it's just kind of like, I don't know what's the point. But then once I, as I said, once I put on synth riders, it was like, Whoa, this is totally, this is totally different. Nice. Then you just need to start like identifying games that are like that. I, I don't know if there's a lot of them because I don't gravitate to those so much. Dragon fist, by the way, which you mentioned that they totally need to add that integration oh, yeah. into the game. Like hundred percent. Cause you do get hit in that game a lot. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I need to try like, Thrill of the Fight has it, has B-Haptics integration, but maybe you get hit in the head a lot and not the body. I'm not sure. I would, agree, tr- with, I would agree with that, too. I need yeah. to try that. Um, but speaking of synth riders, I have a free key to give away because there's a, a Humble Bundle. There's, right now, there's a VR Humble Bundle that's really good that I bought, and I already had most of the games. Um, but synth riders is one... Um, that was on it. So I'm giving away a free keys. I think it's the first time we've ever done this on the show. But here it goes. 49CY7MLGK5PJKFA. There you go. So the first person to redeem that on Steam gets that game. So yeah, very good, that's man. That's about it. Thanks for provi- providing uh, freeness. That's cool. Mm-hmm, no problem. All right, let's see. Well, you know, as usual, my uh, I, I tend to spend more time with games or play less games. I don't know. I, 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 I was able to play more VR than I thought I would in the last month, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I've been playing Pop 1 a lot. You and I have been jumping into it, and, and Pop 1's been, my, like, my favorite go-to VR game these days. I, I think that they've been doing really good by running events and changing content and even though I, I'm not a person who, who buys skins and, and cares about skins, but I do like that kind of, it gives me a goal or objective by playing more. I've unlocked something. So it, it's, it's giving me a purpose. It's giving me a drive. And, and I, and I like that. I mean, sure. I'll take a skin, but that's, I, I, I just care like about unlocking something and, and progress, you know, quote unquote progressing in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And I think again, like the haptic suit for me has taken it to the next level and that's a game, Justin. It sounds like you haven't tried Pop Pop One yet with that suit. I joined that Discord where you get the mod, and then I read a little bit about it. And I was like, "This sounds kind of complicated," and then I never got around to it. 
Yeah, it might take you maybe 20 minutes to dial it in and mm-hmm. and get it to work. And the tutorial that they had up there is old, so you got to kind of play around. And then, but mm-hmm. um, I'm glad I invested that time to get it to work because I, I really like it in that game. And I had to go into I mentioned this last time, but I had to go into kind of um, whatever the config file for that game and actually turn off a lot of the haptics, which I was talking about earlier. I don't want it going off all the time, but you can mm-hmm. tweak it how you want. Do you only have the haptics going off when you're hit or, or any other things? No, it's going off on a, a number of things. Um, like when, I think when I like get health or maybe it, you have a shield potion, we'll most do like a massage okay. motion or vibe to it. I, I think mm-hmm. I know when you're like falling, um, it has like a rumble, like it's simulating air, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. So I think the integration is good in the game. My, my first you know, impression was that it was, um, my first impression was that it was doing it too much. Like it was going off all the time. So I just turned mm-hmm. off a couple of things and it made it better. Okay. Yeah. V haptics has those arm things and it, that would be the only time I would think about, all right, well maybe I'd turn the gun shots on for that thing, but not for the vest. Yeah. So, but I, I think it's, I've got it dialed in and, and I, and I do like it. So, highly recommend. But you're probably gonna have to monkey around with it a little bit, but you'll you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. What else did I play? I played. I hopped into. Well, I played Onward, which we're gonna review. I hopped into Pavlov just because I was trying to compare it to um, Onward because I haven't played it in a while, and, and I don't really like the update that they did to Pavlov like a year ago. I miss like how you just used to spawn into the gun range and get into a game and. I don't know. That game is just not the same for me anymore, and having trouble getting into games and lobbies. And I don't, I don't know if the population of that game's gone down or or what, or if it's just the UI I'm not used to and I don't like it. But I just, I can't get into that game like I used to. I used to really like it. Then I, uh, I, I popped back into into the radius because I'm like, I've paid for this this game. Um, it could be a potential review. And after like five minutes, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I don't like this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not for me is maybe the nice way to put it, or it's just not that good of a game. I mean, I feel like I'm going against the grain because it gets a lot of super positive reviews. And usually a game that gets so many overwhelming reviews, it's like, yeah, you know, I like it. Everybody likes it. But it just doesn't do it for me. It's a very kind of empty experience. And I'm sure somebody who likes the game is going to argue and say, well, that's the point, man. You're like in this weird world and you're by yourself. Yeah. No. I mean, I need more of a story. Like Half-Life Alex is sort of like that in a way, right? But there's tension. There's moments. There's a nice gameplay th- flow to it. It's got good. It's got better physics. I would say, in my opinion or my take, that than uh, that. So, yeah, I don't. I can I can sort of see why people like it, but it's again, it's not for me. I I, I don't think you know. I can't recommend into the radius. Um, I think like a, a game that I like that that has no story is Compound, but the difference is with that, it's just straight up, bam, you're right into the action immediately, and there's no BS. Into the radius, there's just like too much BS in the beginning. It's hard for me to get past that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. The pacing yeah. is just not yeah, there for slow. me. And you know, maybe somebody's like, oh, you, maybe the answer is, oh, you got to pay for play for ten hours, and then you really get. It's like, dude, I wow, no, like no, that's not 
It's not how you make a captivating game. Not not for me, but clearly mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm in the minority uh, based on the reviews. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I play a little more Dragon Fist. I, I forgot about that, but I hopped in one day when I had some time, just punched some people and felt pretty good about that. So <laughs> I don't know. That, that, game is, that, game's, that game's cool for that when you just want to kind of blow off some steam but not commit to like an hour of gameplay and you just have maybe a few minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's uh, let's let's move on to the news. All right. I think the biggest news in this past month was that PSVR two got an official site with with a not a not a pre order link, but a link that said you know sign up for this and you'll get information like about pre ordering. So I signed up for that, of course. Uh, it, so they've confirmed officially on that site that it's going to have eye tracked foveated rendering. And they confirmed that it's two 2000 by 2040 OLED displays. Before, most people kind of assumed it was going to be just a single panel. But the good news is it's two. So you're going to have real uh, IPD adjustment. Then um, in the news was that uh, Sony is, is going through ongoing negotiations with Toby. And they, Toby does eye tracking technology. So I don't know. That makes me wonder. All right, is this thing further out than than, than we're actually realizing? Is this going to be twenty twenty three? If there's still ongoing negotiations, I don't I don't know how that all works with hardware and the timelines. Like, I mean, you might have. I would have thought by now they've already completely figured out all the hardware that's going into this thing, but maybe not. I don't know. So it's going to have Fresnel lenses. The original PSVR used. Uh, aspheric lenses they're like you know kind of like a half circle kind of thing the problem with those is that they're much heavier than fresnel and there are other issues too but the good thing about the aspheric lenses that psvr had is there's very little glare or god rays or anything like that um but but uh sony has a patent for glare and god ray reduction so a lot of people are hoping that they're going to use be able to use that patent on these new on these Fresnel lenses because uh, most people don't like Fresnel lenses because you can like right now I, I we're recording this and I'm I'm wearing my index and that's how I record well I can see some glare and Fresnel lens rings while I'm while I'm looking at my uh, Google Doc right now that I'm reading from yeah to be honest and and just to jump in on that point yeah. like it never bothered me so much the mm-hmm. god rays and stuff because i think i was always used to it with my vr experiences until yeah. i used the quest 2 which doesn't have any and mm-hmm. then when i put on the back on the index i was like oh jesus yeah this is pretty terrible yeah yeah the quest 2 yeah it's much better i'm not sure because it's using it's using a fresnel lens so i don't know what they did maybe they have some sort of patent to reduce god glare and stuff because the cv1 the original rift was really bad with, with god rays and maybe they figured out a way to fix it. I don't know. Then there's a rumor. Uh, this anonymous person on Reddit posted all this information about Metal Gear Solid Remake. That's coming. He said it's coming to PSVR 2 as a exclusive. Uh, he said it will be announced in, in Q2. And that it will re- release alongside PSVR 2 in Q4 of 2022. But it's just a, a, an anonymous person on Reddit that made a post. So, you know, who knows? So then um, some news about Meta. They announced that they they lost 
$10.2 billion in 2021, Meta Reality Labs did. They made, so they made 2.3 billion revenue, but they had 12.5 billion in costs. And this is really like nothing compared to how much they've lost recently. You know, I think the company was like, like a trillion dollar company. And then they, now they might be down to something like 580 billion. So it's probably nothing to them. Yeah. This little amount. Yeah, and um, I'm always thrown off with meta. Like, I have to do this like mental gymnastics. Like, <laughs> not that it requires a lot, but I have to be like, yeah. oh yeah, that's Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the revenue. Okay, so the revenue roughly roughly doubled two years in a row. So, a Meta Reality Labs. So it was 501 million in 2019, and then it was 1.1 billion in 2020, and then 2.3 billion in 2021. So if it keeps doubling like that, then they should be fine. Um, so, uh, a friend of mine actually just got a job with Meta and I was asking him, are you worried? You know, all this stock shit going on. He was like, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's probably, it's probably, uh, I don't know what he said. What did he say? It's probably not a big deal in the end. Anyway, did you watch the Super Bowl or see that ad that Meta Quest Super Bowl ad? Yeah, with the um, kind of like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic ones. Yeah, what did you think of that ad? Um, that's a good question. What did what did I think of that ad? I was kind of like whatever. Yeah, their goal must have been just to make get people talking, but I thought it was like it was pretty depressing. That I don't know. I don't know. See, I didn't watch it. The ad during the Super Bowl. I saw the the full ad online. And they had these animatronics like from Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, and then they're like getting taken, the place is closing down and they're taking the animatronics out and they're just like getting passed around person to person. And then like one ends up in a trash compactor. Was that in the Super Bowl ad where it's getting crushed by, about to get crushed by a trash compactor? There's all I, the sad music. I don't, I don't know, but I know no. what you're, I know what you're saying. And yeah. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know this whole like, Facebook horizons or meta horizons nonsense and the metaverse mm -hmm. and yeah. like, dude, I'm, I'm a gamer. <laughs> I just, I just want to fucking play games. I want to go and do something I can't do. Like, you know, shoot, shoot people, but not really be a soldier. Right. Like, right. I, I, I don't know what you want to call it. fight aliens, but not, you know, really fight aliens. Hopefully they don't come down and we have to fight them. But like, that's what I want to do. And, and this idea of like, I, I think the, the ad was like, uh, these animatronics are just kind of cast aside and thrown away, but then they put on their quest and they can connect with their old friends. And it's yeah. kind of, you're right. It is, it is like a sad thing where it's kind of like, okay, so is this appealing to people who have like miserable lives, <laughs> but yeah. you know what you put on your life is miserable. Things are super bad, but you put on this headset and now you're like in a, I don't know, you're, you're in some virtual world where you're, you're not playing a game, but you're just hanging out in this virtual world where it's sunshine and, you know, days of past are, are really cool again. And like, this is like a dystopian kind of thing that mm -hmm. I don't want to get into that much, but you know, like the whole metaverse and uh, like escaping to this metaverse where everything's kind of fake, but great. This, this old matrix thing. Yeah. I, I, that's not what I'm about in VR. I just want to play some games, man. I don't want to live in VR. I just want to play games and hopefully the uh, real world is much better. Yeah, I'm betting Meta is 
probably trying to move away from gaming and just make it a social thing like Facebook, but but a, fa- a, a thing that they can control on their own hardware because right now they, they can't control anybody's phone and there's Apple and Google that are going to take away ad revenue from them um, because they're like doing all these privacy restrictions that, that end up reducing revenue from Meta and they need some sort of hardware platform that they control. Oh yeah. yeah, you know, stick this this headset straight to your <laughs> eyeballs, and just uh, that's that's it, man. They, well, yeah. there was a uh, an article the other day, and and it said Meta's Horizon social VR platform surpasses three hundred thousand users in three months. Yeah, I guess that's pretty impressive. Like that's it's a lot of people in a short period of yeah. time. I I don't know what the stickiness of it is, right? That's yeah, my really friend matters. that's an, my friend that's a Meta employee. One, he gets VR homework assignments. So they told him, hey, get in, go in to Horizons with a friend. So he asked me, and we just had the hardest time even getting into the same room together. It was such a pain in the ass. And by the time that we got in together, he was on a Quest and I was on a Rift S. And I don't know if that's why, because like maybe they don't even barely support in Rift S. Maybe if I was on a Quest, it would have worked better. But um, once we got into the thing, we were like, all right, we're, we're done. We don't want to mess. But, but it didn't. So what I saw in there wasn't impressive to me at all it looked way worse than rec room or anything else so they have a lot of work to do and the thing they were advertising that ad was something called questies and all the footage i've seen of this questies thing is really bad way worse than purehead arcade which is a very you know a very early vr game um so i i don't know where all their money's going as far as horizons yeah, Maybe, dude, this is a yeah. classic case of like this place that has like quote unquote unlimited money, right? Too mm-hmm. much money and and not enough sense, right? Like they they they're they're just throwing money at the problem, but without seemingly any direction or is this a good idea or is this what we want to do or is it compelling? And look, there's um what a VR chat, right? That's what it's called, which has been yeah. out for years. People people love that, and yeah. I'm sure VR chat is way 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 better than Horizons. Yeah, way better. I mean, it's got a head start first of all, but um, I don't know. This like Horizon looks like a from from my perspective like a really dumbed down, kind of neutered version of VR Chat, which VR Chat has kind of like this, this incredible openness to it. You could do you can create a lot of things. You're probably not being policed by Facebook, right? Like they mm-hmm. don't. There's no al- um, ulterior motive behind it other than creating this kind of. Uh, social world which again this is not my cup of tea but i know people love vr chat super popular so yeah i i don't know it's a i'm, I'm sure it's a, i expect this thing to bomb despite whatever they're they're um showcasing with the users it's it's do they stick around and do they stay there let me know what let me know what it's like a year from now yeah and after every oculus connect john carmack always always does his speech and he even said he was against this whole metaverse thing in his speech so if you want to see that you, you just look for his last oculus connect keynote um but anyway after the super bowl but they wait, were advertising did he say why he's hmm. against it uh yeah he did i can't remember exactly what he said but he he was just like basically that we're not there yet mm-hmm. like you, you um you can't just make you can't just be like, we're going to make the metaverse. I think he's like, you got to do all, you have to fix all of the underlying technology first. All of that stuff has to work before you worry about actually making this software platform. Like, you know, something like that. Like 
we're not, he's just he's just like you got to fix all of these other issues first. Um, was the gist of it, I think. Um, so then after the Super Bowl, they they had this Foo Fighters thing. Um, so from what I read, I didn't try to get into it, but what what I read about it was nobody could get in because I guess the servers couldn't handle the load. And then once the peop some people could get in, they said it was just 180 degree 2D video. There's no 3D. So I don't know what they're Dude, doing. Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. So like when I first got, I got a Gear VR Innovator Edition like in 2014. They worked with my my Note 4. When I first got that thing, there was a, th a 3D U2, uh, U2 video that I remember watching that actually was really impressive to me. And now it's 2022 and you're giving people 2D 180 video. Yeah, um, Facebook is terrible. At this point, they can fail as far as I'm concerned. And then uh, they've already got a lot of people into VR, so good job. And maybe somebody else can just, you know, pop up and make a good headset on a platform. Like, come on, come on, Steam. You can do this. You got you to gotta make a mobile VR um, kind of quest-like thing that works with Steam and, and just put them to bed at this point. Yeah, I think that's got to be the next thing coming. Remember all those rumors and everything, and I thought it was coming sooner, and then we haven't heard anything. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, as I play a lot of Quest, and you know, there's a lot of kids in Quest. Anybody who says VR is dead or is not going to make it is is just they couldn't be more wrong. Mm -hmm. um, there are, are this is this generation. I don't know what the generation of children is called, right? But the, this generation is playing VR. That's it. That's their gaming experience. They're gonna VR is gonna be around. It's gonna grow. All right, whether the boomers get it or anybody or, or Gen X or millennials, but these kids are all playing it. Uh, hot Christmas item. It's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna be a thing. So that's it. VR is already won. It's just super early. What about Fortnite and Roblox and Minecraft? I guess there is Minecraft in VR. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, that they haven't made um, some of these bigger companies, right? Haven't mm -hmm. haven't jumped on the VR bandwagon, especially with the success of Quest. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they are working on it. Mm -hmm. You know, Population One is essentially Fortnite plus PUBG. Like, yeah. you know, got together in VR and mm -hmm. made a baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, one. A big release this past past month was Zenith, The Last City. It's a VR MMO. It's a Steam top seller, apparently. Some people were saying it was the number one seller at one point on Steam, which is hard to believe, but maybe it was briefly. It, that last I saw, that has an 88% on Steam. I haven't tried it. Uh, some people on the Discord have, but I'm not. I don't know. I don't have much interest in an MMO myself. Nope. Then, I mean, you and I share that. Uh, yeah. No interest in an MMO. Yeah. Unless Hitman, I mean, it, it could be like I'll just say it, it could be it'd have to be like an amazing MMO that can just have a wide appeal. Like, like, dude, this I know you don't like MMOs, but this game is amazing, and you know, then I would then I would jump in. But the other mm -hmm. thing is, MMOs are like psychological hijacking, <laughs> where mm -hmm. where it just sucks you in, and you're like, well, what the fuck have I done with my time? And and I don't I don't I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't think I've ever played one in my life. Wow, no, you never no. played like World of Warcraft? No, I no. played. I played. I remember the day World of Warcraft came out. I got got it and played it for several months, and I was like, "This is good," but I just I feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels and wasting a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Hitman Three VR is a game I would have bought that released this past month, 
but it has bad VR support. So like an example is like when you're stabbing somebody with a knife, it just goes through them and nothing happens. You have to press trigger while you're stabbing, like for that to actually count as a stab. Oh, like Jesus. Things, things like that. And like a lot of actions are button presses instead of actually doing them. Um, you know, then like one guy I know that tried it said it was so blurry that he had to put a super sampling up to 500%. <laughs> and he said the performance was still fine, but it, but it made it less blurry. Then <clears throat> it has a 59% on Steam right now. <clears throat> Some of that is because like a lot of people are pissed off about it releasing full price on Steam because it came out on Epic like, I don't know, a year ago. And complaining about like that there are all these multiple different versions of it. Um, but also some were complaining about how bad the VR support is. I haven't tried it just because it doesn't sound worth it. And it's fifty nine ninety nine. Did anybody get it that you know? No, dude. I um I know we were we were both interested in it. It sounded good. It sounded like it, it well, it sounded like it could be good. And uh looked at reviews the day it came out and was like, Bob, I guess I'm guess I'm saving uh sixty bucks. I I don't mind spending sixty bucks. I wish it was just a good game. So that's that's a real bummer, but I don't I, I totally until I looked at the notes, I totally forgot about that game. Because it's just so like so blasted in the reviews as being terrible. Mike from VR Oasis, he did a video of the PSVR one and then he did a video of this one. He was like, This is the same game. They just ported the PSVR version to PC. Is really all they did basically, and just added some very basic motion controls, so not worth it. Uh, Ultra Wings Two, it came out with really good reviews, um, but it's coming. That came out on Quest only, so PC VR in March, and there's going to be multiplayer coming. And it was like, I like the original game. It was like eight. I have like eight hours in it, but I, I read that this new one is going to be like forty hours worth of of content. So you like that uh, that other dogfighting game, so you might like this game. Which game is this that's going to have 40 hours of content? Ultra Wings 2. Ultra Wings 2. Yeah. It's it's uh, first person and like mm, in your cockpit. I remember Ultra Wings. I never played one of those games, though. In your cockpit, you actually you know use your hands to manipulate all the dials and all the levers and everything. Oh, nice. So it's not a cool. gamepad. Okay. Yeah, it's not gamepad. And it's going to have fighting. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and keep an eye on it. There's also le- like going flying through rings, like pilot wings. There's levels like that too. Yeah, you know, no, ones I don't care where about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want combat? <laughs> I want to shoot, com- dude. I gotta shoot things. Yeah, this one has that. I don't. The first one didn't really have that. The any combat. So, uh, virtual virtual reality two came out on Quest. It's coming to Steam in March. I didn't really like the first one, Virtual Virtual Reality, because I thought it was just too weird. It was just really silly. But a lot of people love that game. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 is coming out in 2022 for PC VR, PSVR, and Quest. Um, So it's a a whole new standalone game. Um, The original made made over $60 in revenue, they recently reported. And I have 18 hours in the original, but there's and there's af- this free DLC to the original called Aftershocks that I still barely played that I need to get back to. Yeah, I um I liked Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I didn't think it was a perfect game, but I it's a game I easily can recommend to people. I thought it was thought it was really fun. 
um, you know, I, I played it and that was it. I never really went back into the game. Yeah. Um, but I'd be tempted to, to get the chapter two, especially if they're not just phoning it in and, and adding more levels. Like I, I hope to see some improvements to it. It would be awesome if it was co-op. That would be a fun co-op yeah. experience to be in there with friends. I like that. I'll be surprised if it doesn't have that. It seems so like a no-brainer, right? Yeah, it, it is. It seems like yeah. a no-brainer. Like you've got the you've got the game made. Now like figure out how to how to make it a co-op experience with friends. One other thing, I I, I never really liked the weapon handling of, of like guns in that game. They were like they felt really heavy and it was weird. Um I like I love the melee in that game. It's like the best melee. And like yeah, stabbing zombies in the head and everything. Um, I agree. The weapon handling wasn't wasn't bad per se, but it, it there was a little weirdness to it. Like when you're fighting humans, it was tough. Like I thought with the guns. I don't know. Um. So then, Vox Machina. That's a, a mech. It was just a straight multiplayer mech game. It's it's probably the best mech game in VR. I don't, it might have come out in 2017. I can't remember. It's getting a single-player campaign in March and a Quest 2 port. So I'll definitely uh, play that. I, I got it when it came out, and I played the multiplayer a little bit. And then, I, You know me. I, I'm not that into multiplayer, but a single-player campaign I'll play the hell out of. Yeah, I, um, I, might, I might have to hop back in. I mean, I got that game, God, when it came out in was it, 20, it must have been 2018. Oh, it was, it was like okay. It was it was it's kind of like it's kind of like okay. It didn't it didn't keep me engaged, but let's see what they've done in four years, right? Like yeah. uh, let's see what's there. Especially if there's there's quest players, maybe it's uh maybe it's gonna be the mech game that we all would love and want. Yeah, the cockpit was so awesome and immersive and interactive, but that was like I kind of felt like well, that's all there is here for me when I played it originally. Um. But uh, there's a trailer for this campaign where there's all the, there's like all this voice acting and there's actual characters talking to you and all sorts of stuff. So it looks like it's pretty involved. So then um, Transformers Beyond Reality is coming out in March. And from what I saw of that, it looked like it's a rail shooter. And you don't actually get to play as a Transformer. You're a human. And you just like Transformers are going to be all around you and stuff. So I don't know. That might be a throwaway game, um, but it has the Transformers license. A lot and, of you know, it's like a lot of times you see a license game and you're like, "Yeah, this is just." It's they like secure the license, they spend money on the license, and they use the license to make a quick buck, and then that's it. Yeah. Is that something Stern does? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. 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 no, no. I mean Stern, Stern. So Justin's talking about pinball. Stern Pinball basically only does license games because yeah. that's what. That's what sells, yeah. um, you know, and and people, if they see a game that's licensed, they'll buy a pinball machine, whether uh, whether they play the game or not, because they love that license. I don't yeah. do that, but people do that. Yeah. All right, so then the last thing I have is that Population 1, from February 10th through the 22nd, has a duos mode that I still haven't tried. Oh, shit, dude. We got a well to play uh, if you're around tomorrow. Around yeah, I'll tomorrow, be around tomorrow. Uh, and if you have Monday off, I'll, I'll be around. But we got to play tomorrow for sure. Yeah, it's February nineteenth, so not much time. Oh shit! All right, let's uh, let's yeah. go uh, kill people tomorrow. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Listen, so 
you you're, you've got a review coming up. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away for like a minute, but mm-hmm. since this is live, you're gonna you're gonna go full steam ahead on this review, okay? And I'll okay. be back. All right. So the, my review is the game Wanderer. Uh, this was by M Theory and Odd Boy. This came out January 27th, 2022, for 39.99, and right now on Steam it has an 83%. It came out on PSVR 2. So like the overview of this game is that. You're in a post-apocalyptic setting, and like so, the the world sort of looks like ha- like a half-life world where you know all the buildings are degraded and some, looks like there's been some war or something going on, and like the city's flooded, so maybe there's been a natural disaster or something. <clears throat> so you're searching your grandfather's apartment, and you find a VHS tape. You put it in the VCR and you you watch video of him telling you sort of like what's going on and what you have to do. And you you get his like basically magical wristwatch um, that you you wear on your left wrist. And so this this watch will talk to you and you can store items in it and it'll give you tips and all sorts of stuff throughout the whole game. And this game, this is a time travel game. It's basically like Quantum Leap because you when you time travel to different different uh areas you you leap into other people's bodies so you're you're so just like scott bacula and quantum leap he would leap like into a woman's body well yeah you're you're gonna go into some scenes where you you're a woman or whoever else and so some of the scenes are are the moon woodstock on tesla's lab um a mayan temple World World War Two Germany, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what it really is, it's like it's kind of like an escape room game with multiple, you know, escape room settings. And there's also some combat mixed in. And to get to all of these uh, these different areas, you're gonna find special objects. And with your wristwatch, you bring the object up to the wristwatch, and it it'll just like magically. You'll hear this sound like like that. And it teleports you to, you know, one of those places. And then once you're there, you got to figure out, all right, you got to walk around and figure out what what do I need to do here. There's going to be, you know, all sorts of objects and stuff for you to interact with that you got to figure out, you know, what do I need to do with these? So uh, as far as the graphics, this is probably the best looking puzzle game I've ever seen in VR. And sometimes it looks close to Half-Life Alex levels in some places. And it has built-in AMD FSR, which is like a sharpening uh, algorithm. And uh, so, yeah, the graphics are really good. Um, the sound, that, that wristwatch is, is uh, sometimes can be annoying. It has this voice. It's, it's, it sounds like Matthew McConaughey's voice. So it's kind of talking like this the whole time, and it'll go, Hey, son, I think you should go look over there in that corner. And that might get on your nerves. It got on my nerves a little bit sometimes, um, especially when he kept saying the same things to me over and over. But um, it was all right. And the voice acting in the game, there are all these characters throughout the game that are going to talk to you. And, uh, yeah, that was good voice acting. And there's going to be music that kind of matches the scene. Like if you're into a, in a combat scene, it's going to be like this tense music. And if you're just walking around, you know, just investigating things, it'll be lighter music. 
So then as far as controls, there was no index finger tracking, which um, was kind of an issue because there's a lot of instances like with this wristwatch where you're going to need to point at it and touch like a very specific part of it. Like, for example, there's a storage section and then there's, there's a section where it like shows you time information about where you are. Then there's a little button that you need to press that'll pop the wristwatch out and he'll fly around with a little propeller and he'll give you tips. Well, like sometimes pressing those things is kind of tough without finger tracking because like it's, it, you might be sticking your finger out in real life, but in the game, it's not doing it. Um, so that's one of the issues with the controls. Then um, the bow in this game, you're going to get a bow and arrow. And uh, it was probably the worst feeling bow I've ever felt in a VR game. <laughs> which is which is hilarious to hear you say that part yeah. because it's like we figured out VR bows and like nailed it in like 2016 in the lab. Yeah, did you, the, you played the lab right? Oh yeah, I mean there's yeah. there's been a number of good bow games and most games get bows right. Yeah, well this one what's so weird? I don't know if I, have you ever played one where you know you're holding with your left hand if you're right-handed, and then like so when you're when you pull it back. The, the end, you know, the end of the bow with the with the feathers, I don't know what that's called. It can get, you can like bring it all the way up and all the way down the string. Like with your, with the, the left hand staying completely, I don't, I don't know how to describe this. Um, it's not angling the entire bow, it's only angling the, the arrow. Do you yeah, know what I, I mean? Know. No, not exactly. Yeah, I can't without you without you trying it. So like when I use a bow in, in most games, the bow stays locked horizontally. Yeah. And then I just like angle the actual bow. And that's how I aim. Isn't that how you would normally aim? No, I don't know if I'll see in. Yeah, it is it. a tough thing to think about when you're not doing it. Well, like in this game, the arrow angle changes if you move your your right arm your right hand, like even a little bit, the arrow angle changes, but then there's also the angle of the bow itself. So they're both changing the trajectory of your arrow. So it makes it very hard to accurately shoot at stuff. Mm. So, so that's one issue. There's a, a distance grab where like you'll, you'll, you'll constantly be accidentally grabbing things you didn't mean to because the game will, will like automatically highlight things that are like anywhere within your vicinity. So you'll, you'll end up, you'll like look down at your left hand and you're like, oh, what the hell am I holding? You don't even realize you're holding these things because you're accidentally grabbing them. So one thing I had to do was I had to reduce the grab sensitivity in the Steam VR controller settings, which is, you know, something that most people aren't going to do. This is a classic Justin problem. I love it. It is a Justin problem. Yep, definitely. The grab is too easy. Um yeah, I guess I tend I must tend to close my hands. And uh I don't know. That's kind of yeah, like my hand wants to close right now and I'm just like looking at my hand. Does your hand tend to want to stay open? I very rarely have this problem uh-huh. when I'm playing VR, but I know the game is really bad when I do have the problem. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you can fix it. You can adjust the grab sensitivity. So that's a fix. Um, one other issue a lot of people had and that I experienced was you get pushed around sometimes. Like you'll come up, you'll, you'll walk up to a wall or, or whatever, a desk or something, and the game just like pushes you back forcefully. You know, that's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. And it is jarring. And 
some of this stuff maybe they've maybe they'll patch or maybe they've already have or will patch it hopefully um as far as the immersion the physics and the collisions in this game are really good you know things don't pass through each other everything collides and you know like your hands won't go through walls so that's really good and there's so many objects in this game it's actually amazing that it can even handle it you can be in one room where there's a hundred objects physics objects and it, over a hundred and like the game is able to handle all of them interacting with each other somehow and you can pick up most objects you see and along the way you'll find like crystals and they're sort of like a currency and the more you get the more you can upgrade your storage so like your wristwatch is where you store items so like maybe you can hold let's say up to five items at once that might be the max and um you, you put the items you think you're going to need before you jump to you know one of these locations like i said like the moon woodstock tesla's lab the mayan temple world war ii germany you're like, oh, I'm going to need my gun there, so let me put my gun in my wristwatch and let me get that shitty bow and arrow and put it in there in case I need to use that. And So that's that's what the storage is about. Um, the, as far as last ability, this is like between 8 and 12 hours, depending on the person. I think it, it might have taken me at least 10, maybe 11 hours but it's hard to tell because there are times where I pause the game and had to go and deal with, you know, kid stuff for a while. So, like, sometimes I can't look at my Steam time and tell. It has achievements, you know, if you're into that. Um, but once I, I beat the game, after beating it, I have no desire to go back into it. Even though I liked it, but, I mean, I already know how to do everything. I know the solutions. Yeah, I mean, there's no really, like, uh, yeah. much... Typically, there's not really less ability with puzzle games. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, as far as the rating, I've been debating it, but here's some issues. So, some items will disappear. This is a big problem where, like, there's an item, you'll, a specific item you'll need for a spe specific scenario, and it can just disappear. And I went to the, the Discord for this game, and a bunch of people were complaining about this same issue, and... The developers were just like, well, I'm sorry, but you just have to restart that level. And hopefully the item reappears. So that's what I had to do. So I lost a bunch of time oh. like it, where, where I had to restart a level. And, uh, yeah, then the item was there that I needed. And uh, that's annoying. I, had, I, I experienced multiple crashes where I just had to exit. I had to, like, control delete and end the task. Or it, or it said fatal error, like a, uh, Unreal Engine 4 fatal error and... Then, um, oh, when I first played the game, there was an audio issue where there was no audio. Well, it's one of these games where the game window has to be on top or else you're not going to hear anything. Like, I don't know why some games are that way. Have you ever dealt with that issue? What was the issue? The audio? If, like, if any window is over top of the game window, oh, you're not going to yeah. hear any audio. Yeah. Um, some games, yeah. Some games yeah. have done that. Yeah. yeah. So um, for, for at least two of the puzzles, I had to go into the Discord and ask. There's, a, there's a, like a, a hint section on the Discord, and I had to ask. And I was like, what? How the hell would I have thought to do that? <laughs> like, what? So, so most you're, of the you're game... the puzzle guy. You're the puzzle guy. So you've played a lot of puzzle yeah. games. So if you're saying that, then there's no hope for the rest of us. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are some geniuses out there that figured it out on their own. Um, but I'm just not patient enough. To, I'm not going to sit there for an hour with a headset on my head 
on one puzzle. So, yeah, I had to ask for a couple. Uh, I, I was... When I first started playing this game, I was I was higher on it. And then once I had these experiences and that I just talked about, I was like, it started getting lower. So I was like, oh, 8.5. Then I was like, ah, oh, maybe an 8. Nah. Now I'm feeling 7.5. Ooh. It's not All bad. Right. All right. I'd still, not bad. I don't regret it, but it's $40 is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's better uh, puzzle games out there is what you're saying. Yeah, there are better, better puzzle games, yeah. But this is still one of the best still okay. in VR. All right, Sounds lower good. end of the best of the best puzzle games. Think, I guess. Th- again, I'm really grateful that you're playing these puzzle games because I have no desire to. So, so yeah. thanks for representing. Yeah. God knows there's going to be no end to puzzle <laughs> games in VR. So, yeah, it's probably what there's more of anything in VR. Yeah, it's puzzle yeah. games. Oh, uh, you know what? I want to just do a quick shout out. So, uh, we had a listener who uh, made a donation to the podcast. He reached out to me because he he uh, listens to my. Uh, pinball podcast but he said he likes this one a lot um oh. he likes the format he likes um um yeah uh i don't know he has some nice things to say but i just wanted to bring that up that's delt 31 from uh that's his pin that's his name on uh another website so thanks ben we uh i shared that with justin and uh we used it to uh buy more games because uh, uh that's where we get our money to review this stuff so so thank you thank you all right last game for review is onward this is from downpour interactive which was purchased by facebook last year um this game this game came out in august 30th of 2016 more than uh half a decade ago which is crazy yeah that's uh, crazy. it's 24.99 and it's at 74 percent on steam but i don't i don't know what it's it's rating is on um Quest Two because I think most most people playing this game are on Quest Two. So this game came out on Quest Two a year, a little over a year ago. I don't have the release date, but when you pop in there, most people are are definitely on Quest. And this was, um, you know, this was a really popular uh, VR game. I mean, it still is in general, but I remember in PC, like this is this is a game that you heard about. I remember reading an article when I got into um, VR back in late 2017, how Onward sort of was able to solve kind of the motion sickness problem. It's like one of the first games where you had like smooth um, locomotion where you're walking around and, you know, people generally didn't get sick from it. So this was a big deal. And, and I played this game when I first got my headset in like December 2017. So I, I spent some time with this. One of the first games I downloaded, it played for a few hours and, you know, um, you know, generally had a generally had a good impression of the game i was like yeah this is this is cool but i i never really got into it and um you know when i discovered pavlov that was that was more my style of game and to kind of tee this up and 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 talk about it 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 is it is similar and dissimilar from from pavlov um this is more of a realistic game compared to pavlov because if you get shot like once or maybe twice at at best depending on what you're shot you're, you're you're done right and in Pavlov, it's a little more arcadey. You could take a, a number of bullet hits and still be alive. You know, Pavlov is a Counter-Strike clone, so you'll know what I mean by that. This is so. This is a more hardcore game. It's more of a quote-unquote milsim. Maybe some people who play milsim games will disagree with that, but that's that's kind of like what it's striving for. Um, I forget if it's a, a five-on-five or six-on-six, but that's essentially it. You've got modes where you're trying to. Um, 
um, send an uplink or stop a team from sending an uplink. So you're trying to get to, uh, on some maps, trying to get to a certain location on a map and then sending the uplink. Uh, other uh, other modes are um, like an escort mode where one person's a VIP. I like that kind of mode. I remember that way back in the day from Counter-Strike. So that's uh, that's pretty fun. And, you know, there's a number of maps that I have, and, and it's funny when I pop back in. Um, a lot of the maps I, I recognized, and I also noticed that there's not a lot of, not a ton of new maps to it. And that's the gist of the game. I mean, um, anything else that I add basically in sort of the overview and a, an objective of, of Onward? I looked it up on the Quest Store. It has a 4.3 out of 5 there, and it has 12,365 ratings. Yeah, that's a lot, by the way. Yeah. While, while, I'm, uh, um, while, while I'm talking, look up how many like ratings Population 1 has, because we're talking about you know some of the most popular games in VR and and you got to look to quest right that's kind of what are people playing because probably like at this point at best maybe 20 percent of the uh, the people playing onward are on PC that might yeah. be that might be generous I mean this is I'm, I'm pulling these numbers out of thin air but that's generally how it goes population one is a 4.5 out of five with 9977 ratings wow and there's a ton of people that play population one and I mean yeah. so this onward is is incredibly popular incredibly successful by vr standards um the we've got to go into the graphics because when i pop back in um to me the graphics didn't look much better than it looked like in 2017 which is kind of disappointing considering you know five years have gone by and there was a kind of a controversy last year because when this came out for quest uh, my understanding is the devs kind of almost basically rebuilt the game and in doing so, to make it run on Quest, the PC players suffered because then they got the crappier graphics. Now I think um, they're starting to remedy that on the PC and to start, you know, finding ways to Im improve maybe the um, how it performs on Quest, which also improves how it performs on PC. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, the most recent level Turbine, I thought that was a, that, I thought the graphics on that that level looked pretty damn good like I, I didn't really take issue with 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 the graphics on that um, and then some of the other levels didn't look as good like the older levels that I remember playing back in the day so there's kind of it kind of runs the gamut to be honest in, in terms of uh, graphic quality but you know generally speaking it's not bad it's just not terribly impressive and there's couple things that stick out that I'll, I'll comment about in, in the graphics one this is a, a weird thing to comment about but I noticed it and just noticed it this this is not even in the game the um, kind of icon on Steam for the game it shows a soldier and he looks like he's cross-eyed which no offense to anybody who suffers from that but like it's just really bizarre um, the other thing like in the actual gameplay in terms of the graphics is when um when the players are run, like if, if you see another player and the, that player is running, their movement is really awkward. It's almost like their legs are diagonal or like they're floating amongst the ground. Like just the, the the movement animations are are abysmal. And I'm just like, how has this game been out for six years? Like if it came out in 2017, this would have been bad. I I, I don't understand. Let alone a game that's now being funded from uh, Meta. So. I, I don't know. There's there's just some things that are really weird about it. Some other things that stand out is just that, like, you know, you think at this point in time you should be able to open doors, 
but all the doors are just kind of like not real. Like they're just, they might as well be a wall, right? So you don't, you don't have that kind of fun functionality in VR where you should be able to, if you see a door, like be able to either break it with your weapon and open it up or just, you know, turn the handle and slowly, you know, kind of pop in or kick it down. None of that stuff. So it's just kind of a very, very basic. It's still like, it still feels like we're playing this game from 2017 and I'm, I'm sure there's some improvements, but the game looked to me like even the, um, the, the intro, the tutorial, you know, the kind of the lobby that you go into, a lot of the maps, all the same. And I'm just like, well, I'm sure this wasn't a, a this is probably a small team working on it and maybe things will change now, you know, that meta owns it, but it's still just kind of like not a lot has changed since that time. I, I don't know. What do you want to, you want to add to that the graphics look to me looked worse than what i remember from because i played this when it first came out in 2016 and then barely ever again but i was surprised at how a lot of the textures were really low res when i would get up close to them it looked really bad and then there were like like telephone poles that looked like instead of being rounded they were like a pentagon shape so like just five flat edges it really stood out to me. I was in some in some sort of market level. I don't know what it was called. But I didn't get to play the game a lot uh, this time. And I didn't, obviously, I didn't play it a lot back when it first came out. Because um, it was like, I think it was just multiplayer then. Maybe there's some, the only stuff I tried later on, year, years later, was some like, some single player and some like co-op stuff. So I don't, I don't have a good basis for comparison, but. What I saw just recently, I didn't think it looked good at all, like compared to like Pavlov. Yeah, my biggest issue with the graphics is, um, you know, I was just getting weird frame rate issues and not consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't, it's not like it was the, a particular level or anything like that. Um, you know, I had the graphics pretty much maxed out, but I was playing at 90 hertz. Now, th- this you're telling me this thing's running on Quest 2. There's, the graphics aren't that that impressive. There's and this game's been out since 2016. There's no reason I should be having these issues, and I and I couldn't figure it out. It'd be running fine one minute, and then the next minute I'm, I've got the FPS VR open, and it's just like my frame rate has just taken a nosedive. There's spikes all over the graph graphs, and I have no idea why. Um, and you weren't using B haptics. Yeah, at first I thought it was because I was using B haptics, which mm-hmm. uh, another thing since you brought that up. This game is supposed to have B haptic support. I know it used to. I know it's worked. I know it's in the options. B haptics wouldn't work for me on it. And I went into the forums and discussions not working for other people. So I don't. I, I, maybe a recent update broke it right now, which sucks. I mean, that's the reason I went back into the game because I wanted to. B haptics is getting me to kind of go back and look at look at other games that, um, you know, have have since been updated in a lot of ways. Um, and I wanted to see that how the haptics were in it. So that wasn't working. And at first I thought it was B-Haptics because then when I played another day without B-Haptics on, it seemed fine. But then I played another time without B-Haptics on and it was just terrible. And sometimes in between, well, not sometimes, but after you die, like, and the round's still going on, you go back to, like, this 10 and you watch, like, this, this um, come, like, this, this screen of you could switch to like you know your your teammates perspective or you can just kind of go into the the world and watch it that way i don't know if that was causing issues for me but it was just terrible like there's clearly something wrong in the code that is causing these issues because i don't it's inconsistent and i don't have this with any other game that i've been playing so 
Um, it's not on, it's not on my end. There's, there's something going on and it's just super inexcusable at this point for this kind of stuff going on. And, and that's, that was my biggest hang up with the, the graphics in the game. Okay. Um, moving on, I mean, the sound music, there's, there's not really much music in this game, if, if any, to be, to begin with, maybe the intro, but, um, I thought the, the gun sounds are good. I'm not like a gun aficionado where I can be like, that's not right. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. A lot of times there's, the game's kind of quiet, you know, you know, there's not a gun battle going on. And when you hear a, a gunshot and it's loud and it scares the crap out of you because, you know, one hit you're dead in this game. So, I, I thought it was good. I, I thought that, I thought it was fine. I, I, fine. I dare I say good uh, in terms of the sounds in the game. Yeah, I don't really remember. You know, uh, yeah. Um, we should talk about sort of the community, right? And I was. Oh, I don't like that sound. Yeah, I don't like that sound. Um, <laughs> this is this is the the symptom of the quest, right? This is the symptom of like when you're a PC player versus uh, crossplay of console players. Console players are typically could be kids and if they're not kids they're obnoxious uh versus pc mm-hmm. players and you know you can call it pc master race but this is just the anecdotally over the years this is what i've noticed they're way more obnoxious and i'm just surprised that parents are letting kids play this game again i'm always surprised that parents let their kids get into lobbies with grown adults you know you would never drop your kid off at a park and play with a 41 year old stranger but here we are in uh <laughs> in vr so You've got well, annoying who, well, kids. Who's going to protect you kids. from them, though? I, that's that's the real danger, as far as I'm concerned. This is <laughs> I'm trying to see what I'm trying to do, Justice. I'm trying to use this angle of like protecting the kids, but really, yeah. I just don't want to have kids in my lobby. Yeah. Um, that's not to say the community are, it's bad, right? It's a it's a mixed bag, um, for sure. It's just a you know you can mute people and you might have to figure out where the mute button is. I think one of the the one annoying aspect of this game is and what you found out after not playing for a while is that like when you join a lobby people are just screaming at you to ready up even though like you haven't really yeah. picked your loadout and especially if you're just playing this game for the first period the time you don't have like loadout saved so it takes a while and people can start the game before you've readied up and then you've got to sit out the round like it's kind of this really aggressive system that I don't see other games out there implement so I'm surprised that that's that's not changed since 20 17 when I played the game and it's a terrible system and it even visually all looks the same it's exactly how it looked when I played it in 2016 and that whole that whole initial screen and that's the one time I tried multiplayer some adult was yelling at me for not get having my my loadout ready oh yeah that's what I was like all right fuck this anytime I was like listen I'm new he's new people back down but they're usually just like they can be aggressive about it and it's it's not friendly towards beginners in that sense because it will take you a while to figure it out and i cannot believe that they can't believe that's still the same like what are mm-hmm. what, this is one of the most popular games what the hell it gets regular updates really <laughs> really yeah. no i I, re- I was thinking about this i don't like any game where i have to have a loadout set ahead of time i like these games like population one and even standout where you just go in with nothing and you just got to find your shit i like that that's fun to me. Just the hunt for the weapons and the ammo and the shields and everything, that that is what I really like. You like picking shit up. I like Easter egg hunts. You like Easter egg hunts. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent either way. It just needs mm-hmm. to be a better system. Yeah. Um, the 
the controls though, like the controls and immersion of the game, I thought was good. I mean, it's what you expect VR to be, uh, you know, manual, you know, taking the clip out, putting the clip in, you know, cocking it back, right? Like that's all good. That's all mm-hmm. good. Like my complaint applies to not, not being able to open doors. That's where the immersion suffers. Like it's just very basic mm-hmm. levels. These every everything in the game might as well just be a wall, right? If it's a car, like they, they we really need a game that is putting us in a real in, in in a world that feels real. If it's a car, let me open the car door and, and duck into it, right? Yeah. If there's if there's a door, let me decide to open it or smash it. So it, it's again, it's it's got stuff that was was good for 2017 but we've not moved past that in any way and kind of gone to the next step and and i don't really know a good reason why that's not happened other than that i don't think this was a smaller studio that made the game smaller group of people that made the game and um you know they've they've been successful despite that especially because there's not a lot of competition out there but I think my annoyance at at this point is it's 2022 and I just, I want things to move along faster and be better. One thing I tried, I did a single player level and I tried a drone and a remote control car, which they, you can choose in like your optional loadout or whatever. And I, I had trouble controlling those. Um, but maybe there was something wrong in my settings. Like I have stick turning turned off, like for when I'm in the game. So maybe that was why, maybe you had to have stick turning you know, your right analog stick turn on to be able to control those properly. Um, yeah, I'm, that's not, all. I'm not sure. It's a, it, Yeah, controlling those were a little weird, but that's, I think, I don't think it, the game was necessarily doing anything wrong. I think it was just the unfamiliarity of, of yeah. controlling it, um, at least from my perspective. Okay. Um, anything you want to add to controls and immersion? Um, personally, I don't like controller-oriented locomotion and this game is i think what a lot of people say introduce the controller oriented i prefer i don't i think a lot of people prefer that but i prefer head oriented because when i move my arm around my left arm i don't want that to change you know my my left stick orientation but that's what you prefer i think isn't it yeah but you can you can select what you prefer yeah i select head yeah when I, but I, in this game yeah it defaulted to head and then when I was in a level, I was like, oh shit, I don't like this. It defaulted not. It defaulted to control-oriented. And once I was in the level, I couldn't figure out a way to get to settings to change it. Um, do you even know of a way to get to settings once you're in a level? Because I couldn't find one. Um, good question. Not, not offhand. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I've ever tried. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, like, head, head would be weird because, like, you know, in life you walk forward, but you turn your head to the side, mm-hmm. but you're still able to walk forward. But if you do head control... You're just gonna go wherever your head's pointed. No, because then I I rotate my stick the opposite of where I'm. So if I turn my oh, head to the dude, right, yeah, I rotate my stick to the left. Dude, that's super weird. That, that's what <laughs> makes sense. That's what makes sense to me in my brain. Well, that's well. Here's the here's the deal. Yeah. That's good. Like if you're gonna make a game, yeah. it's good to put both in because you're gonna you're gonna upset some people if you don't. So. Yeah. I'll tell you why. So, like, if you have your arm down, your left stick is oriented one way with controller oriented. But then once you put your hand up to, like, steady your gun, it changes your orientation of that controller. So then it totally changes it every time you move your arm down or up, you know. So I can't deal with that. I don't know. Hey, yeah, I mean, as long as you're able to make it work. You don't yeah. seem to have a problem playing, so. Yeah. That's good. Um, last ability. I mean, this is this is a multiplayer game. 
it's got a population that plays it. You can always find a, a game. I I I I do like a hardcore kind of game where you've got to be tactful and you gotta you know be smart about what you're doing, and it is very satisfying when you shoot somebody. You know, like you know, it's, it's, there's that realism to it. The rounds have a quick flow to it. Um, I was finding myself like wanting to play like one more game quite often. And that's a, that's a good side. You know, I was, a lot of my tone during this review has been kind of negative and there's a lot of disappointment in just in terms of a game that's six years old right now. And I think it's totally justified because I, I there's something here. Um, this is, sometimes it's tough to find a game in VR that takes off and there's a population to play. And this is it. This is the kind of like hardcore game where you get shot once you're dead and kind of realistic game. And so it's like, all right, well, this is it. Like, I just wish it was a little bit better. And I wish that it just fixed some things. Um, especially if we just fixed the, my graphical glitches, that would be a, a huge step forward and also have be haptic support like it's supposed to have. So you know, I can see myself hopping back in and playing more, especially if I had like friends that played, you know, I, I sort of follow that and I like multiplayer games. And I like being competitive. So it's, this is not my favorite game by any measure. I don't, I don't see myself playing dozens and dozens or hundreds of hours or anything like that, but I, I, I would definitely play more. I would not. <laughs> I get it, man. I, uh, <laughs> I I I get it. I would not try to convince you otherwise. We'll we'll stick to we'll stick to pop on when we play games. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know what? Before we give it the final rating, I I think the next game I'm gonna hop in to play for review since I'm I'm kind of hopping on this train of playing popular quest games or games that have been around for a while or games I bought years ago. Uh, I think Contractors should be the other game that we play because yeah. Contractors we both own and um. I remember it got updates recently where yeah, it, it, it all of these workshop levels are supported now. Yeah, I mean, contractors has a population of people that play it. It's not popular like population one or onward, or even Pavlov, but it's there. It's sort of like in the middle between Pavlov and onward. It's uh like, like the people will call it like the Call of Duty of VR. That's mm-hmm. what that game is is kind of mimicking. Whereas Pavlov is the Counter Strike of VR, right? Yeah. Um, it's got B haptic support, so we oh. can we can we can check that out. And I don't think I've played it. Uh, last time I played it was probably like 2019. <laughs> or, or, um, I'll have to I'll have to look. It's 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 been a while, and it's still in early access somehow, which is which really? is crazy. Let, it might see. have the best graphics of the three. Might it might? I remember it had good graphics when it came out. Uh, does it have the early access badge? I think the recent update is like point. Um, it's not at like one point oh yet, which is why I said that. I don't know. We'll figure that out. This is a review of onwards. All right, Justin, what are you gonna give this game? Wow, uh, I don't want to play this game ever again. So I don't know. Uh, is I feel like a five is generous for me. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. Uh, four? Okay. I have no interest. I think that there's 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 something to be said about a game in VR these days where you can hop in and it has a population. Um, it's got a few game modes that I'm interested in. Um, uh, I, I'm going to be generous and give it a seven and a half. I'm really pissed off about the graphical issues, and I'm being optimistic here that they're going to be fixed and this is temporary. 
Mm-hmm. If if that's not temporary, if that's like this is something that they're ignoring or that's not going to get fixed, then yeah, this game could get a, a four and, and and that's it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, thing, bad, AI, it's not a bad the, game. The AI is bad single player. Okay. So like co-op or single player against the AI is really all I would probably want to do. Okay. And the AI isn't isn't good at all. All right. Well, let's, uh, maybe we'll play some contractors and pop one tomorrow. I don't know. Okay. That'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to hopping back into contractors and seeing if they what kind of work's been done with it. Is that uh, native B haptics you said? E- it is. I believe it's. I believe it's native. Native. Okay. I don't have the thing. I have the website open okay, right now. Okay. And I can't tell. Me. But all right, all right. Well, that's that's the episode. That's episode twenty nine. Justin, do you have any closing thoughts? No. Can't all think right. of any. All right. Well. All right, so next next month we're going to do contractors and we'll see what else. What, what what's coming out? Anything to to get excited about? Um, that you're going to definitely play between now and uh, and when we do a uh, episode in March. You know, Ultra Wings Two is coming out in March for PC VR, and I can't think of anything that I'm excited about now. But I need to. There's a bunch of stuff I need to get back to. Tons of stuff. That I need to finish, or need to that I never actually got to finish. Um, there's stuff like the Resident Evil mods; they keep getting improved, and I need to play those. Yeah, let me ask you this. I'm glad you brought that up. Did they um, have they been updating the files down for that? Yeah. Download so they, that? they there's there's the main GitHub link where they have not updated it. Mm-hmm. Like it just it's the same files, but then there's a separate link where they put these these like uh, think these files that get updated they're like dll files they get updated like every day or every other day and they keep fixing things like one example is like in resident evil 2 like say you'd get a new item and it would pop up well sometimes you'd have to it might be right behind you you'd have to turn around to even see the item um like pop up in a menu um where they fix that to where it pops up like right in front of you and things like that and I, i heard that they've they've added um They've added motion controller support to Resident Evil Seven, but that's not that that file isn't available yet. Um, my, you know, people that are insiders have gotten those those builds, but that's going to be coming out soon. But if you go to that GitHub, the Resident Evil Prey Dog GitHub page, if you, I think it's on the releases page, you, you can see a link where it says something like you know nightly builds or you know new release builds or something. And that's where you can get those those new DLL files where you'll get the latest version that has fixed bunch bunches of issues. So, okay, I'm, this is a good discussion. So, yeah. if the way I would do this, I would I would download the original one that came out on January first, yeah. and then I can like you just basically download the DLL file and paste it over the older yeah. DLL. Exactly. Okay, and it's just there's just like one DLL file, and yeah. they keep on. Okay, so that's that's a pretty easy uh, easy yeah, way to easy. do it. Yeah, yeah, man. I um, I I've got these games bought, and I'm just waiting for the best. I want to have the best experience. Like, you know, like I I know it gets better every every week, maybe mm-hmm. even, even every day. So it's like, why why jump in now? I don't I don't have to. Yeah, maybe he he might he might be mainly be working on seven and eight, and not even be working on two and three anymore. 
Okay. I'm not sure. I haven't checked lately. Yeah, I guess I if I'm on the Discord, I would see. Uh, I, I I did notice in the Discord there's like DLL files, right? That I'm I'm seeing like in terms there's like an update channel I think in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, yeah. I didn't even know about the the update channel for DLLs. I was just looking at the website. Yeah, let me uh, okay. let me really just grind this pod live podcast to a halt and and look right now <laughs> to satisfy my curiosity. The, so the, this is the flat to VR gaming Discord. Yeah, this is the bonus edition for people who want to hear yeah. us talk about uh, <laughs> Resident Evil updates. Um, yeah, so if you go to Resident Evil VR and you click on the update one, I see the last update was yesterday at uh, almost 9 a.m. And uh, I don't even know what the hell it is. I don't, I don't know what that is. So I guess the best thing to do is just go to the GitHub and, and download it from there. Yeah, I'm looking at... Oh, I see RE updates. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it's doesn't it's not obvious what game it's for, right? Because there's Resident Evil two and three and all that. Or yeah, it doesn't me, not even matter. Let me look. Oh, they're they're all different. Yeah, I see RE framework, two new commits. If you I'm gonna click this and I'm gonna go see Yeah. What it says. Yeah. And if if you look at this, yeah, this this is confusing. This is this is scary stuff for a, a non software person, so Yeah. So the site that it takes me to isn't even GitHub. Yeah. Okay. When I when I go, I'm gonna I'm gonna um try to figure this out right now. All right. All right. So I'm at the releases page now. And okay, if you go to the releases page, I don't know if you can get to it. I see yeah. newer builds, uh, and it says dinput eight dot dll only can be found here. And there's a link to a site that's it's like ci.appveyor.com. And under it, it says newer builds with dev mode enabled. I don't even know what that means, but but I don't know if you're at the... I'm on the um, the code page. Um, um, so like well, where click, I would download. Click RE framework. Do you see a link for RE framework at the top left? RE framework, yeah. Yeah, click that. Okay. Now, on the right, look down on the right. Do you see releases? Um, no. I'll figure this out. But this okay. is uh, – why don't you give, like, the last pro tip to somebody? Because people are probably pulling their hair out watching me trying to do this live. Yeah. So the URL, github.com forward slash praydog forward slash re framework forward slash releases. That's where you're going to get the actual release files. And these are the original ones that came out, I, I don't know, maybe in January. And then if you read this text here about it, you'll see newer builds can be found here. And it's this link that's like caappveyor.com forward slash projects, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You go to that, and then for each game, RE8, RE7, RE3, RE2, then there's even MH Rise, which is Monster Hunter Rise, and then there's Devil May Cry 5. So there's mods here for those two games too. Um, you download the file here, and that's where you'll get that DLL file that you'll just copy over the other, you know, original mod. And that'll just give you the most recent, most updated version. Were you clicking on the nightly builds? That yeah, one? It, okay. It, do you see the word nightly? Yeah, it's at the RE framework, and it says installation. It says for newer builds, check out the nightly builds below. And it says nightly developer builds. I click on that, and then it takes me to 
0.201. And then I see From like ass, assets were Resident Evil 2 zip, blah, 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 and 3 and all that. Is it is the website ca.appveyor.com? No, I'm on the GitHub, dude. Oh. I'm on his his the, the legit one. I don't know what you might be on a different one. I would well, use I'm, the github.com slash no, praydog. No, I'm on his GitHub Praydog. And then there's a link to the ca.appveyor.com from the GitHub. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I found it I found it separately. I mean mm-hmm. it looks like this is where I want to be though. Maybe okay. it's the, maybe it's the same thing, but I see like nightly builds and, and all that good stuff, and I think that's where I want to be. Oh, you clicked okay. on another one, like you clicked on uh, App Warrior release builds, App Warrior yeah, developer that, builds. That one, the App one. Yeah, I clicked on the nightly developer builds. And where is that? <laughs> it's all right. It's on. <laughs> I'm so sorry for anybody listening. Stop <laughs> listening now. This is terrible. Like I'm the on the release. I'm on the releases page. All right. I'm gonna. This is where. This is how I got here. Okay. GitHub.com. Slash prey dog slash re framework. RE framework. All right, yeah. and then I scroll down. You see where it says in bold letters re framework, and it says installation. Yeah, okay. nightly developer builds. Okay. Yeah, that's what I clicked on, and that okay. stays within the skip GitHub prey dog. Okay. I think those are other developers that have gone yeah, and branched one, off. I'm guessing. Yeah, one says that very release. And I don't know what nightly. I don't know what that means. Yeah, well, it says for okay. it says for newer builds, check out the nightly builds below. So okay, all right, that's I don't know. Listen, I, you, I I implore you to go be a a, <laughs> a guinea pig for this. When you go to this RE framework nightly one, it doesn't tell you when. Yeah, how old these are? Oh, it says uh, five yesterday. days ago. It says yesterday. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Maybe that's the place to go. I think I think so because I would want yeah. Prey Dog's the one who did it, right? So I want his. I want him. Yeah. He's 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 the man. Okay. So, we'll see. Let me let me know. Let me know because you've been playing. You've played the game even months ago. So I'd be curious to. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I haven't updates. tried these newer, um, these newer DLLs. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, listen, fellow listeners. We we got there. We got <laughs> we there. We got there. Live troubleshooting. All right. Well, anyways, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next month. Till then, take care.